Right after we wake up, the first thing many of us do is pick up our smartphones. This little gadget is our gateway to news, sports, pop culture, gossip, and incomprehensibly vast library of media, otherwise known as the internet. The internet is like every TV station, bookstore, music store, radio station, and movie theater that's ever existed, all rolled into one and made instantly searchable and shareable. Well, the global village has arrived, and its main street is called the internet. But back in the 90s, this media giant was still pretty much a toddler. It had blogs and news and some primitive audio and video. It was still a fairly primitive place, but it was growing rapidly. Corporations and the government recognized that this new platform had the potential to devastate the content industry. And in response, the content industry could demolish the new internet companies with enormous lawsuits. There was the possibility of mutually assured destruction between new media and old media. The Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or DMCA, was the government's response. This law was intended to upgrade copyright law for the 21st century, and in a lot of ways, it worked. After this, the internet grew even more rapidly, and we got countless new platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Reddit, Medium, and way, 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 way more. But because so much has changed since then, some are now arguing that it's again time to upgrade copyright law. In particular, it's time to upgrade the DMCA. The focus is on a DMCA feature called Notice and Takedown, which creates the process for copyright owners to request takedowns of infringing material. It also creates a process by which the poster of the material can keep it up if they believe it's not infringing. As long as platforms follow this law, they're not legally accountable for every single thing that's shared on their service. Without this law, any platform could be annihilated by litigation, and copyright owners would essentially act as judge, jury, and police. Many in the traditional entertainment industry want to change Notice and Takedown. They think Notice and Takedown is a never-ending game of whack-a-mole. They're advocating for something called Notice and Stay Down, which would create a content filtering requirement on platforms. But our guest this episode argues that we actually got things pretty much right with Notice and Takedown. He thinks this proposed upgrade is actually a downgrade. Mark Lemley is professor of law at Stanford Law School and the director of the Stanford program in law, science, and technology. Can you tell us what the Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or DMCA, is and why it matters in the lives of Americans? Sure. So the DMCA was an effort by Congress to update the copyright laws to take account of the Internet. Mm -hmm. uh, the copyright laws had been written in 1976. There was no uh, Internet, at least in the minds of most people at that time. Yes. And so it did two basic things. One thing it did at the request of copyright owners was it made it unlawful to try to circumvent copy protection on a work. Mm -hmm. If a copyright owner encrypted their DVDs, you couldn't crack the encryption on the DVD in order to make copies of that uh, movie. Right. And then as a sort of trade-off or a balance, it also created a series of safe harbors uh, for internet companies that were in the process of uh, either storing or moving information over the internet. Mm -hmm. The particular concerns there were that, you know, there's a lot of information that travels across the internet. Uh, YouTube serves, I think last time I checked, something like uh, 70 hours of video per second um, is uploaded to the site. Uh, Google search engines search, uh, you know, tens of billions of web pages in less than a second. In that circumstance, there's no way to know whether the information that you were 
uh, that you're uh, searching, that you're storing, that you're passing through your system is infringing somebody's copyright or not. Sure. And so what, what the DMCA said was, if you, the internet intermediary, agree to a notice and takedown regime, so if the copyright owner comes to you and they give you sort of evidence that this is copyright infringement, you'll take it off your system. You won't link to it. You won't store it on your site. If you'll agree to that in exchange, we won't hold you liable or responsible for other material that's found in your system. Right. So there are, there are a bunch of complications beyond that, but that's the basic structure. Gotcha. So you mentioned safe harbors. What are safe harbors and, and why are they important? The safe harbor idea in law is a kind of bright line rule that says, if you do this thing, you're protected. We won't hold you liable. Lots of legal rules are based on what do we think after the fact? Was it reasonable? Did the jury decide you were negligent? That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But we want to protect some kinds of conduct because we're afraid that otherwise people will be uncertain. And if they're uncertain, they might just take the cautious approach and not do anything. Right. The safe harbors here, the idea is if I don't know whether or not there's material uh, I'm passing through on the internet that's, that's copyright infringing, I might decide not to put up a search engine at all, or I might uh, go to extremes to try to avoid copyright infringement, like banning any uh, video material, for instance, on the theory that lots of the videos out there, uh, someone owns a copyright in. And that's a particular worry in the Copyright Act because we have have a statutory damages rule that allows copyright owners to recover a lot more money than the injury they suffered or the cost of, of infringement. Right. How is notice and stay down different than the current system of notice and takedown? The problem with a notice and stay down regime is that it's not workable in a world in which we load so much video, we move so much content uh, at an almost instantaneous speed, and there's no way to know in advance whether or not that particular content is infringing or not. That's, I think, doubly problematic because even if you could stop and have a lawyer look at every file that, you know, <laughs> passed through uh, uh, YouTube or every Google search before it happened mm -hmm. uh, without slowing things down unduly, you often can't tell just by looking at a file whether or not it's infringing somebody's copyright. Sometimes it's a fair use. Uh, sometimes it's, it's a use of somebody's work that the law permits. Sometimes it's a use that is of a copyrighted work, but it's been licensed. Until we know who put it up, why it's up, you can't really know whether or not this is something that needs to come down. Right. Could you possibly give us an example of how notice and stay down could have an impact on a business and its ability to compete? I think one thing to focus on are sort of the kind of smaller and startup businesses. Let's say you're WordPress, for instance. It's a successful company, but it's a small company. WordPress can't afford to sort of hire a team of people to review everything people post in advance to catch the, you know, one post in 10,000 that has some problem. Right. What the current DMCA regime does is it has a leveling effect. It allows small companies to get into the internet business mm -hmm. without you know, the first 10 people they hire being copyright lawyers. Can you think of ways that it could affect regular citizens who are not necessarily businesses? So right now, if I want to post something on Facebook or Twitter, I can. And it might turn out that, that, that what I did is infringing, although usually if it's done by a private citizen and it's not for commercial purposes, that's going to be okay. I mean, the, the 
the problematic circumstances are things like uploading my entire music library to, to file sharing sites right. uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, but if we didn't have the DMCA safe harbor, if we had a notice and stay down or no safe harbor at all, mm-hmm. anything I want to post on Facebook or Twitter would have to be reviewed and cleared by the, by the company. Right. Facebook, which would be held liable, is not going to say, oh, sure, post whatever video you want, share whatever link you want. They're going to say, oh, no, we're going to block a video because it might be copyright infringing. We'll either block it entirely or we'll say you're going to have to wait. We'll get back to you in three days after we've had a team review it and and see whether it's an acceptable post. So I think from the perspective of an ordinary citizen, a lot of the way we communicate in the modern world is through video clips, through GIFs, through communication, and that communication might include some copyrighted material. And there's no intermediary, there's no kind of policeman that, that stands between you and your right to speak to, to, to your friends or to your Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. But I think if we change the rule, there will be such a policeman, right? And either will make it more difficult for anybody to post material at all, mm-hmm. or will delay it and, and restrict it in such a way that it would change the character of, of social media. So in your view, what, if anything, should Congress do on copyright issues? The thing about the DMCA is that for all its uh, oddities and the way, the way it was created, it's worked amazingly well. Right. It has both facilitated the growth of the Internet and the growth of innovation that we didn't get in other countries that didn't have a DMCA-like protection. And it's enabled copyright owners to, to survive. It hasn't eliminated all infringement, but it's certainly enabled them to go after the worst cases of infringement and, uh, and to encourage Internet companies to adopt responsible policies like notice and takedown rather than just be pirate sites. The Copyright Office is currently reviewing Section 512 of the DMCA, and they had a number of roundtables last year, and they gathered comments from all the stakeholders. What did you think of that process, and what do you hope will come of it? I, look, I think it's healthy for it's healthy for the Copyright Office and for various stakeholders to sort of take a look at this and, and make sure things are on track. Uh, that said, what I hope comes of it is is that we leave things largely where they are. Okay. You know, there's a natural tendency to to say, wow, this is a big issue. We should do something about it. We should leave our imprint on it. Uh, But sometimes the best thing you can do is kind of say, you know what, that's working and we're going to leave it be. Right. And I think this is one of those cases. Cool. Mark, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. No problem. That's it for the latest installment of Copy This. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.